Make your vows to the Lord our God and perform them. God is known in Judah, his name is great in Israel. The reading is from St. Paul's letter to the Ephesians. Brethren, I, a prisoner for the Lord, beg you to lead a life worthy of the calling to which you have been called, with all lowliness and meekness, with patience, forbearing one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called to the one hope that belongs to your call, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of us all, who is above all and through all and in all. But grace was given to each of us according to the measure of Christ's gift. Peace be with you, the reader. let us hear the Holy Gospel. Peace be with you all. And with your spirit. The reading is from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Let us be attentive. Glory to you, O Lord. Glory to you. At that time, a ruler came to Jesus and asked him, Good teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but God alone. You know the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not kill. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Honor your father and mother. And he said, All these I have observed from my youth. And when Jesus heard it, he said to him, One thing you still lack, sell all that you have and distribute it to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven, and come follow me. But when he heard this, he became sad, for he was very rich. Jesus, looking at him, said, How hard it is for those who have riches to enter the kingdom of God. For it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. Those who heard it said, Then who can be saved? But he said, What is impossible with men is possible with God. Peace be with you who proclaim the gospel. Glory to you, O Lord. Glory to you. 
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, of the Holy Spirit. E pluribus unum. Out of the many, one. That's the motto of the United States of America. And we might want to ask ourselves as we come to the end of a tumultuous year, how well are we living up to that motto? E pluribus unum, out of the many, one. Many critics of our politics and our society and our economy and our culture as well would say, we're not living up to that motto very well. We're fractured. We have the great divide. We've become tribal. These are not my words. These are the words of the observers of American society. We've become fractured. There are many reasons proposed for this, but one word that you hear over and over again as the source of these divisions is the word narcissism. Excessive love for oneself and the insatiable desire for attention. Remember the old Woody Allen joke. He says, well, that's enough talk about me. Let's talk about you. What do you think of me? Now, of course, with social media, anybody who can't put his phone down for long enough to stop taking pictures of himself can become an influencer whatever on earth that is. We're all preoccupied with ourselves. With all due respect to the national bird, the soaring eagle with the sharp beak, Maybe Benjamin Franklin had the right idea when he proposed that the national bird should be the turkey, flying low to the ground and walking on the earth. Now, from the terms of the scripture, we might say that narcissism and the resulting disunity that it causes is based on the fact that we can't discern the difference between being an individual and being a person. Individuals are like atoms, just bouncing around in space and hitting up against each other. That's an individual. But a person is someone whose existence in the world is dependent not only on himself or herself, but on her interrelationship with other persons. 
And we can go forward in the year ahead, I believe, if we take some pointers from what St. Paul told the Ephesians. He seems apparently to be quoting from one of the earliest creedal statements of the church, well before the Nicene Creed. Church, the church had many creedal expressions of the faith. And this seems to be the one that St. Paul is quoting. One body, one spirit, one hope, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. Now notice the emphasis on the words one and all. So well before the founding fathers, you had the divine notion, e pluribus unum. We hear one spirit, one Lord, one God and Father. Is that three gods? No, but that's three persons united together in what the church fathers called the enesis agapis, the unity of love. It doesn't take away from diversity. Unity of persons is not uniformity. Each person has his role or her role, his gift or her gift to offer, yet all are one, united in the union of love. And then there's the expression, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. It's by the interpenetration of God through each and every person, each and every Christian, each and every human being, even each and every planet and star of the cosmos, his interpenetration of all is what unites us all. And that's why there can be only one humanity, despite the diversity of gifts and callings and destinies, despite the differences in race and class and culture, ultimately, there's one God and one Father for us all. So what Paul is telling us is that our role is not to be above the crowd or outside the crowd as much as it is important, 
to do our best, even to make our mark. Our calling is to preserve that unity. We can't create this unity. That's a divine gift of grace. We can't create unity. And so we need to put aside all these romantic images of utopias that people dream up. We saw what utopias produced in the last century, the most violent century in the history of mankind. We can't create this unity. We can't force it. We can't legislate it. Unity is not the same as equality. We have to learn to dis differentiate between individuals, equality, and unity. Unity is a divine gift from God through his grace, through his being the father of the human race. But in his grace, he doesn't disparage diversity. He doesn't show partiality. He doesn't respect one individual over against another. We can only, we cannot create this unity, but we can destroy it or we can choose to preserve it. Now, how do we go about restoring and preserving unity in our culture, in our church, in our community? There's that word again, community. Well, I think the best way forward for us at this time and in this age is to heed what St. Paul says, in humility and patience, pay attention to one another with love. And again, he says to the Ephesians, yes, speak the truth in love. When somebody else is speaking, when another person is attempting to express an opinion, that's more than the time for you to organize your thoughts. I'm sick and tired, frankly, of seeing words on YouTube like, this one blasts the other one. This one owns the other one. That's not very graceful. That's not very much in keeping with the unity of love. Doesn't mean you can't disagree. In fact, disagreement is good. Sometimes finding out you're wrong results in you're discovering what's right. 
But ultimately, we need to remember what St. Paul is telling us today. One body, one spirit, one hope, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. And frankly, if you're going to call yourself a Christian, you have to lead the parade in all this. Stop worrying about what the others are doing or thinking. Stop worrying whether they believe it or not. We have the responsibility. We have the calling. Paul says, be faithful to your calling. It's your calling. It's my calling. It's not the other guy's calling. It might involve more humility than you're used to. It might involve more sacrifice than we're used to. Nonetheless, there it is from St. Paul himself. Be worthy of your calling. Love your neighbor. Pay attention to the other. Bear one another's burdens, and on and on and on. And he who, he is blessed, who hears the word of God and keeps it. Well, there's a good New Year's resolution for us all that we may be united in the one spirit, one God, the one Lord, to whom belong all glory, honor, and worship, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.